correctness where no one dares speak the truth. The last of the great truth-tellers emerges from the shadows to reveal the stark realities of life. Hidden in a nondescript warehouse, the last English-speaking Americans remaining in Manassas, Virginia. Phil Worthington and Ken Kaplan tell it like it is. You are approaching the crossroads of honesty and idiocy. Welcome to You Heard It Here. Welcome to You Heard It Here on NTNRadio.com. This is where I heard it. Do you know... um, I was listening to Mark Levin the other night on the ride home from here mm-hmm. and going down the road and he said, and you heard it here. And I was like, he stole our name. Wow. <laughs> I, I didn't know he was listening. Wow. So we'd like to welcome Mark Levin to our listening audience. That's yeah. Pretty cool. Oh, we appreciate that. We do. Or you could just send royalties either way. We're not, <laughs> either we're not, way. We're, we're, we're easy. We're not, we're not picky. So, um, so apparently John Kasich has decided that he's a Trump supporter. Yeah, I guess so. It, it, clearly, he has. Um, he <laughs> and, and and I got I got you got to love Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney is just a he, Mitt Romney is a complete idiot. He goes in he goes into Ohio and and said and, and and stumps for Kasich in Ohio. Then he goes to Arizona or Utah. Says you got to vote for Cruz, and a vote for Kasich is a vote for Trump. So. So let me, let me, I know where you're going with this. Okay. You're going that he's doing whatever he can to make, see if he can become the presidential nomination. No, no, I don't think so because I don't think there's any way. I think when, when you blow an opportunity like he did four years ago, there's no way he'd get the nomination. Okay. So Mm -hmm. I, I, I was, I was listening and I've just mentioned him. I was listening to Mark Levin. Yeah, and and that ride home, and he said you heard it here, and what he was talking about mm-hmm. at the time is apparently last presidential election when Romney lost to Obama mm-hmm. at the Republican convention, they changed the rules of the convention. Yes, they did. That's correct. And they changed it so that and they actually named the rule change after Romney. After Romney, you right. you know this. Dad, yes, I do. About how and and this is something I wish was out there all over the place right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm pissed off that it's not. And the only person I've heard talk about it is Levin, and now us. Right. So now there'll be millions of people that know about it. <laughs> right. Uh, mainly because of Levin, and not <laughs> that's, us. That's right. But millions for, and twelve. For, for, yeah, millions and twelve. So for the million and a dozen. Yeah. For our dozen, part of that million. Uh If you don't know, the Romney rule is now that if they go to a brokered convention. Contested convention. Contested convention. I'm sorry. Thank Uh you. If you haven't won at least eight states, the delegate, the majority of delegates in eight states. Correct. And territories and the district are considered states in this situation. Mm Mm-hmm. That you cannot be on the ballot to vote for. So technically, yeah, you right can't, now, you can't, your name can't be placed in the nomination. In so the no, nomination. No, nobody can vote for you. So technically, right now, even if they go to a brokered convention or a, or a whatever convention. There's a difference between a contested and a brokered. I mean, a contested convention. Right. There's not going to be a brokered convention. Right. A contested there, that, convention. Then there would be riots. Trump would be right. <laughs> 
the, a, a contested convention. So mm-hmm. right now, the only person that can be nominated is Trump. No. Cruz qualifies. He only has seven, I thought. No, no. Cruz, I think Cruz has nine now. Oh, I did believe. he pick up another one? I think he, I, I want to say I think he has nine. Okay. Um, but in any case, he's gonna he's gonna win Utah. He's he's so far ahead. Yeah. He's gonna but I'm just, he's gonna win I'm Utah. I'm just saying tonight. at the time at the time it was going on, there right. was only seven. Right, but like, okay, oh. but here here's one of the things. Um convention rules are voted on at every convention. So mm-hmm. that rule's probably gonna go away anyway. Uh-huh. And it's going to go. It's going to go away as a tilt of the hat to Kasich, so his name can be put into nomination. And you know the whole reason for that rule, right? That rule was placed. Well, in. they wanted to stop Ron, 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 Ron Paul. Paul. Ron yeah, Paul. they wanted to stop Ron Paul because th- they were afraid that he he would create a problem if they allowed his name to be put into nomination. And so they they created a rule to to, to keep him out, um, which is probably another reason why a lot of Ron Paul supporters sat home and didn't vote in yeah. the last thing. So doing things like that isn't too bright, but um, but but Kasich has literally he has no path. He's be- he's betting on something that's happened historically a few times where they've dropped down to the third person to nominate yeah. in a convention, but it's only happened like twice in two hundred and twenty some years. Okay, yeah. well, so it's not gonna it's that's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. So he, he has said outright, I do not want to be a vice president. I will not consider being vice president. Of course, we know politicians always say they won't do something yeah. to do. Uh, right? I, I will not have sex with that woman. <laughs> yeah, I won't right. raise your tags. Right, right. So um, he says that, but he doesn't... I, he doesn't I, mean that. <laughs> well, I, I don't think there's any way that either Cruz or Trump would choose him anyway. No. I mean, I... I think there's a better chance of me being vice president than Kasich. <laughs> wow, that's pretty long odds. Phil. That's pretty long odds. <laughs> uh, I think it's much more likely, and there's already rumors of going on there that um, Cruz would pick Rubio because. Yeah, well, I've been you know, seeing that. I, because in that, some that, ways, that, I think that's smart. Well, it's a tilt to the to the establishment, which he's got problems with. But I, okay, I think it's smart for three reasons. Yeah. Right. I'll tell you afterwards why I don't think it's smart. But go ahead. Okay. So here's. Uh, I'm not saying I agree with it. Mm-hmm. I just think it's smart. It's a tilt to the establishment, and Cruz has problems with the establishment. Right. And he's going to need to have somebody be able to go in there and broker deals with them. Because mm-hmm. to get rules passed through Congress, you have to work with those people. Right. And they all hate Cruz. And they all hate, both sides hate Cruz. Right. Okay. So Rubio, they don't all hate. Right. Okay. And he's a smooth talker like that. Two, it makes him. It gives us a very young ticket, and it's hard to pull the race card on a double his or a double Hispanic. Cuban. Right. Well, Hispanic Cubans aren't Hispanic. Well, they technically are Hispanic. Oh, are they? Okay. Yes. All right. So it gives us a double Hispanic card, mm-hmm. which says that. And two, I mean three. They're both young guys. Mm-hmm. I think you'll have a. I think you'll have a Reagan. I think Cruz w- might bring us a Reagan-esque style presidency. I think the economy should turn around. I think we should go back to being a powerhouse. No, in the I world. think I think Cruz is actually probably a little more conservative than Reagan. Right, you mm-hmm. know, but I think I think in general it'll be good for the economy. And our number one problem is the economy, mm-hmm. right? And I think that after eight years of Cruz, you could easily end up with eight years of Rubio. Right. While he's not the staunch conservative that Cruz is, mm-hmm. I think he's smart enough to say, wow, this stuff's working and keep going. And, and 16 years of conservatives will, will undo 
10 years of Democrat horrors. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if we can end up with another, you know, eight or nine consecutive double presidents, conservatives, we might be able to get back to the center. Right. And that's that's why I like that move. Oh, why I, I don't I, like I, that I, move is, okay. is he can't carry his own state. What good is he? Right. That's a, that's And that's the problem. He's not very popular in his home state. He, 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 had, he did not do well in places where Cruz didn't do well either. He didn't help Cruz. Um, against uh, Trump. He took very few votes from Trump. I don't think he's a very... Right now, I don't think... Virginia is the only place he might help help him because he did he did take a lot of votes out of Trump in Virginia. But I don't think it helps him uh, much at all. And I also think double Hispanic actually is... Th- that's not an advantage to that. The history well, is and, the first or, Hispanic well, president, a Hispanic vice president... Is almost, I think, a bit of a stretch right now. I think Cruz would be better off if he picked somebody that was, in my opinion, if you want to make a really strong ticket, he picks Nikki Haley to be his vice president. Yeah, that'd be a pretty. Strong She's a ticket. governor. That's yeah. his weakness, right? He doesn't yeah. have he doesn't have management at that level. Uh, look, he gets that with Nikki Haley. I, I didn't say She's a- Indian. She's of Indian descent, and so you got another minority on the ticket. That strengthens the ticket with a non-Hispanic, right? But a minority nonetheless. Or, or he, or he picks Bobby Jindal, or he picks Bobby Jindal, which had also been well, Bobby I mean, Jindal is very popular in Louisiana. But I tell you what, uh, South Carolina is more valuable. Yeah, I, so, you know, I I agree with that. Um, and she and I, she ha- saying- and she hates Trump, and we know she she was a Rubio supporter. I think she could make the jump to Cruz pretty easily. Uh, you know, I'm not saying I was in love with the Cruz uh, Cruz Rubio ticket. I'm not. Right. I'm not saying that. I I do see some advantages to it. I think there are a few, and certainly age um, age would be one of them. But she's pretty young, you know. Too, I think she might actually be younger than Rubio. Okay, Rubio's I, I not I, as Rubio's not as young as people think. He's, he's only two years younger than Cruz, I believe. Yeah, but he's forty four. Yeah, that's young, and I think I mean, she's in her early forties too. Right? Okay, I didn't I didn't know how old she was. I'll, yeah. I'll be honest with that. But I thought you know after eight years, Rubio's only going to be fifty two. Right. And then, you know, it's still a young guy that's still, oh, yeah. you know, it's not definitely, like... Definitely young by presidential standards. Yeah, by presidential standards. And mm-hmm. I and I like I liked the thought of if the one guy fixes it, the second guy kind of right. keeping it going. Right. Um, that That's kind of where I was on that. Yeah. So, I mean, there are some other, there are some other ones out there. But uh, anyway, when we come back, I want to talk about a video, and I know you haven't seen it, Phil, that's uh, making the rounds on the internet right now. Um, of an event with Gabby Giffords and her husband and Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton put his foot in it and then tried to climb out. Only problem was it's not an easy climb from there. So (laughs) we're going to talk about that on the other side of the break. And I also got a story about Angry Birds in China. Or at least least one Angry Birds. Like the game Angry Birds? Like the game Angry Birds. In this case, only one. Ah, So uh, stick around. A lot more coming your way. This is You Heard It Here.
Welcome back to You Heard It Here. And in this case, the story that I'm doing is actually, it's not a You Heard It Here because you could, I can't, you really need to go look at it. It's a video. It's making the rounds on the so internet. So you heard about it here? You heard about it here in <laughs> okay. this case. That should so, have been the name of the show. So if you go out and Google, go out and Google or you YouTube, uh, it's on. It's make, it's definitely on YouTube because that's where I saw it. Um, uh, Bill Clinton, Gabby Gifford, uh, there was an event. Um, there was an event in Colorado, I guess, recently, um, in this a couple days ago, actually, in preparation for the upcoming Colorado um, uh, primary, primary, which, of course, uh, that's there's no hope that, uh, in my opinion, Hillary wins that because you got Bernie and you got Pot, and that's that's a guaranteed match. Feel the right? burn. That's Feel right. the burn. Feel the burn. Uh, but in any, in any case, uh, so Bill Clinton did this, and if you watch the beginning of the presentation before they had introduced Bill Clinton, he's like completely out of it. Like, like why am I here? Maybe checking on drugs? The, checking out the biddies? Yeah, maybe. Is he like, oh, hey, baby No, he, girl. He, he actually seems like uh, he's somewhere else. Like he per- partook? Like he has a medical marijuana <laughs> card? <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. Would, would not surprise Wouldn't me. Wouldn't surprise me. But he definitely wasn't into it, did not want to be there. And then when he finally got his chance... Well, it's supporting Hillary when he we know he don't like her. Right, exactly. And uh, when he got his, his time, his chance to get a, a, up there and speak, he made a major flub. He got up there and, and everybody picked up on this and he said, you need to elect Hillary because uh, of the last eight disastrous years. Good for him. <laughs> right? He does not, you know, when Obama pulled the race card on him. Right. Bill he never is, got over it. Right. And Bill is spiteful. Yeah. And Bill was thinking, hey, I was the first <laughs> black president. You That's shut right. up. That's right. Shut up, shut up half breed. And, and so he said that, didn't modify it, didn't go through anything on there. And then uh, Hillary's campaign staff went, oh, crap. Later on that day. <laughs> and they came out and said, well, what he meant was the eight years of obstructionism in the, with the, the Republican Congress. The only problem is it hasn't been eight years of Republican Congress. <laughs> they didn't win the House till five years ago. They didn't win the Senate until four years ago. So the pri- the first two and a half years that Obama was in the White House, he, he had, had complete te- control. He had complete control. He had a Democratic Congress. So the, the if Bill had come out, if he really meant that, Bill would have said, since you elect- elected a Republican Congress, you know, it's been disastrous. He didn't. He said disastrous eight years, and it was aimed squarely at Barack Obama. Yes, it was, because yeah. he don't like that guy. That's right. He, does, he, he, does. he doesn't like that guy. So I think it's an absolute riot, and it's like for whoever the nominee ends up being the Republican Party, thank you, Bill, for another ad. Yes. You know? Bill, Bill Clinton. And, and he doesn't even really like his wife. <laughs> right. So, you know, he's got no skin in the game, and he's just going to say whatever. Right. I think he meant it. I, I think... Bill, you know, Bill Clinton, when he was president, as mm-hmm. kooky and crazy and disrespectful to the office he was, yes. he was smart enough to let the Republicans change, swing the economy around. Right, right. No, he was He was smart enough to say, hey, I ain't going to do that there. I'm just going to stay out of the way. That's right, yeah. Hey, that chick's pretty hot. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's, that's right. That chick's pretty ugly and I'll still bang her. Yeah. Uh, but that's, you know, for him to for him to turn around and do that, yeah, you know, well, I, he, Bill Bill Clinton for all his foibles, he's, was, he's he, like was, his, he was a pragmatist. He was okay. Like, he, he's like his buddy Donald. He's a populist. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, I believe. Yeah, him. I agree with that. Hey, before we go too far, mm-hmm. I I think uh, you know I know we have other things we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Were you done with that? Am I cutting? you Yeah, off? that's no, that's okay. fine. I'm done. Um, before we go too far, we have 
I know there's a bunch of stuff we want to talk about. We usually kind of keep things light. But this morning, our time, mm-hmm. it was evening, I guess, or afternoon, their time, there was a terrorist attack in Brussels. Yeah. Uh, and it was definitely a terrorist attack. It was right. a coordinated well, they've already, terrorist they, attack. ISIS has even claimed responsibility. Yes, you know, uh, it was a thing. And you're hearing all these people, and, and I, I got all pissed off because now there's all these people pray for Belgium, this, that, and the other thing. Mm. And I, I started World War Three on Twitter and Facebook <laughs> because that's what I do. You, it is what you, you do. You know, I, I literally said, I said, hey, do you think this could have been avoided had Apple unlocked that one phone? Mm-hmm. Because I guarantee when they go through the scraps, the guy's going to have an iPhone there. Oh, almost certainly. Almost certainly, because that is the official phone of terrorism. <laughs> um, but it's it's very eerily similar to what happened here. You know, uh, that it was an attack in a public place and it was coordinated. Yeah, but, but it was a suicide bomber. That wasn't like what okay, happened Okay, but, but it was more than one. They, yes, they, so they it was multiple it attacks. Was multiple attacks right. and stuff like that. And it mm-hmm. was coordinated with other things. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying this, yeah. that Ken and I during the break both said we're both okay with torture. I, you know, waterboarding and I'm, stuff. I'm, and I am too. I'm perfectly ab- fine. Absolutely. You know, the, the, and Ken made the point, and I will, I will reiterate it, that, you know, they're already torturing our guys, so why not? Yeah. Uh, but have we wrapped ourselves up where we can't get these bad guys? You know, I mean, we're letting Apple well, see this. Well, there's some news on that Well, front. there's some news on that. Right. I mean, I, I really think that Apple should be looked into supporting terrorism because— <laughs> Because you know what? One guy's phone is not worth 28 people, even if they're foreigners. I agree well, 100%. I mean, it depends I, what kind I, of foreigners. But way, they make I, a hell of a chocolate. I completely, I completely disagree with Apple's stance on this because Apple's making the point that if we unlock this phone, we're unlocking everybody's phone. Right, and, and they're lying. And they're making the slippery slope, which is not true, right? We, right. Know, we know it's not we true. We know that's not true. But, that, but that's, that's the ar- argument that they're making, but that argument may be dead now anyway. So it looks like the Justice Department is probably going to pull the suit. Good. against Apple if if what they believe they is true. Should, the should, news is we should mention the FBI thinks now they can get into the phone. Yeah. And so. they should mention they, and they should like go through all their records to make sure they're not supporting terrorism. That's right. what I would do. Mm-hmm. Um but you know it's it's a shame. Here you go. You know all these people are going pray for Paris and all this stuff. Here's my thing. Yeah. Don't pray for Par- uh, Belgium or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? Go out there and use your head when you elect. Don't vote for an idiot that's not going to do anything about this. Sure. You know, stop being, oh, I feel bad for people and start saying, we need to kick somebody's ass. Right. After 9-11, after 9-11, people didn't sit there and say, oh, feel bad for New York. They said, we got to go kick somebody's ass. Right. Let's go kick somebody's ass. Right. Well, let me ask you a question, because I was trying to figure this out. What, why Belgium? I mean, what is Belgium ever done? If this is an attack on chocolate... I'm, I'm throwing my hat in the ring. I was going to say, what has Belgium ever done? No, the Belgium had just arrested. Uh, yes, they just arrested Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Or, I don't know his name. <laughs> the, the other terrorist that got away. The other away terrorist that got Paris. away from France, and right, they think right. this was retaliation. But they were all, they were all in Belgium to begin with. That's why the guy yeah. never left where he he was. He went from house to house. But <laughs> why why did they choose Belgium? And if Belgium was their their the place they all like to hide out in Europe, why so are we not hide? bombing them? No, 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 no. No, why are we not bombing them? Belgium? Yeah. Look, be- I'm okay be- with bombing Detroit be- be- right now. You already answered that question. Chocolate. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm okay with bombing Detroit. <laughs> I think that's already happened, actually. <laughs> 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 have you been to Detroit? <laughs> yes, I have. Okay. Uh, so um, I, I, I don't understand the logic behind attacking 
the place that you've been using as your hideout. I do. Why? They're crazy. <laughs> okay. These people don't make sense. Okay. But here, here's what it does. A, they have a community to hide in. B, Not makes, anymore, though. That's my point. No, the, 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 the sympathizers are still going to hide them. Oh, okay. Um, B, it makes national news. Right, international news, it, and, would, it, and they want to scare. It, it, they want to scare people. You would have got. It's a great way to scare people. No, better way to scare people. You know what you want to scare people? Do a terrorist attack? God, please don't anybody listen to this. Okay, <laughs> which I don't have to worry about. But um, there's places in London that would have had See, a lot made a lot more impact. Okay, here's where I disagree with that. Okay. Oh, God, I cannot believe I'm saying this. Terrorists are not idiots. <laughs> you just said they are. They are. <laughs> I said they're crazy. They're crazy, but they're not idiots. They're not idiots. They're mad, okay. bright people. Yes. Okay. They're conniving. They're the Donald Trumps <laughs> of the scumbag world. Okay. okay. What did they learn from 9-11? What do you think the terrorists learned from 9-11? For, well, uh, th- this, these terrorists? Any terror. These, what did, these what did terrorists terrorism, are young. They're th- what did terrorism learn from 9-11? What was the, what was the lesson they took? Well, I mean, I hope the lesson they took is that you go and attack the United States and we take it to you, which we did. No, that's not the... But what do you think the the lesson they learned The lesson was if we go and attack a big city, they come after us. If we blow up little towns and villages, they're scared. Brussels is not a little town and village. Compared to New York City, it is. What does Brussels have? The same as Rhode Island? We barely consider that a state. No, no, no. Actually, Brussels has got a pretty good... um, they got a pretty good population. Now, it's not New York City, I'll agree, but it's probably equivalent to Washington, D.C., but Washington D.C. is small. Well, but in compared to what Los Angeles, New York, yes, it is. Right. So what they've learned, and London's bigger. There's only yes, eleven London's million bigger. London's people. definitely bigger. The, the population of of Belt. Uh, where were we doing? Brussels, Brussels is only two hundred thousand people. Two hundred thousand. That's what it's saying. That here. can't be right. Uh, 2011, the census in 2011 had 177,000 people. That makes no sense at all. That's what it's saying. Okay. The whole country only has 11 right, right. million. Well, if you want to do that, then if you're, so, if, so if you're saying smaller, smaller is better. Right. Well, if you're saying smaller is better. Smaller invokes mm-hmm. fear because then people say, man, that could happen in my hometown. Like, okay. Like, well, then it, more people uh, are scared of somebody uh, bombing Manassas uh, than Washington D.C. Uh, well, I was going to say, I'll, I'll take, uh, I'll, I'll take you up on that point and say, then there's a, a, a thousand other places that they could have done. There's a lot of small villages in in the UK that would have been terrific for that, right? right. I, I'm not disagreeing. Yeah, right. I'm just saying it was. I think it, Bell. I think it's because that's where they were hiding out, and that's where they were. They had everything they needed. They didn't and have to they're bring not it smart enough to not poop where they eat. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It could be. Yeah. Exactly. Could be. You know, but they're trying to get their point across. Well, we should say what 31 people were killed, 180 injured. Yeah, something like that. It's it's, just, it's, a, it's a shame. Yeah. Um. But what we should be doing is is we should be saying, oh, hey, they did that. This guy is from this family. They live in this area. Let's nuke it. Right. Let's just kill all their families. Right. Oh, hey, you did that for your family. Bye. You you do realize that's Donald Trump's standpoint. No. Donald Trump Trump says that. Donald Trump doesn't mean that. Okay, but I'm just saying that's what he said. Whether he – you know you do. I know you do. I am okay. I am okay with – because – the only way to scare a crazy person is to out crazy. Well, them. let me ask you a question because it doesn't. See, you know, I thought after Paris, and I know that the that the the president of of France, you know, Hercule Poirot, whatever, <laughs> uh, you know, he was much more hardline after that happened. 
Um, and you know, now we've had this in, in, in Belgium. At what point did we reach the saturation point where the people say, yeah, we have to take the battle to them because they're going to keep bringing it to us if we don't? Well, you know, so long as our president leads by going to a baseball game yeah, in Cuba yeah. after posing in front of a picture right. of Che Guevara who right. hates the blacks. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think it's ever going to happen. Yeah. When have the French ever stood up for anything? I, I think at this point you have to uh, you have to think that they, they well, barely won the, the, last the time, French Revolution. <laughs> the, the last time they technically lost. I can actually tell you the last time the French stood up for something that when they refused to allow our F one eleven fighter jets come over their airspace to get to Libya back in when Reagan was president. Yeah, here's here's the, the hardest fight I've up. ever seen the French in. Yeah. When they took away Lance Armstrong's victories. <laughs> That's go. the toughest thing that country's done. Right, right. France is useless. Yeah. Well, but you, again, I'm not talking just about France. I'm talking about the European Union in general. How many tax will be required in Europe before they say we have to take the battle to them? A bunch. That, well, that's what I'm afraid they, of. They, you know, that, that's exactly I'm not what I'm afraid, afraid of. of that. You know why? Because right. I don't live there. And if you're going right. to be a, a wuss... Mm-hmm. And not stand up and not demand your government do something about it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sleep hard about it. I think it. that if they don't do something about it, they're going to have a lot more problems. Now they've let in several million they refugees, are. and they're already having a problem with people going out and and uh, beating and this, up, beating up the refugees because they're afraid of having them there. Yeah, hey, you know, I'm okay and with I, that too. I, I think that's what you're going to end up having going on in Europe because they don't act. Yeah, you know, right. So, I mean, any, look how long it took them to settle the whole IRA thing. So anyway, so uh, of course, um, you know, it is. Of course, it's a te- I'd probably ter- come off as a racist. It's a te- okay it's it's a terrible thing. It's it a is. terrible thing. So I, I did mention. Uh, do we need to talk about that anymore? No, I'm, I'm okay. okay with it. I just well, I, I want to get a story in quick before we head out to a break. I mentioned Angry Birds, or in this case, Angry Bird, in China. Um. So is it an angry bird? You, you, know, you, know what, you, you, you know, as you try to mimic democracy, even though we know China doesn't have democracy, but when you try to m- mimic it like being capitalist, which they definitely have become the first capitalistic communist country I've ever seen in the, in the world, mm-hmm. but they've definitely done, they've, they've built some major amusement parks over there. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, which is pretty pretty impressive because they weren't allowed to have fun, if you remember, a few years yes, ago. Yes, they were. That you was know, a crime. Fun was, right. Fun was illegal. Fun was was illegal. And there's an um, amusement park um, that's just on the outskirts of the capital of China, Beijing, called the Happy Valley Amusement Park. Okay? <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Not Happy Ending, Happy Valley. Okay, Happy okay. Valley. All right, go okay. ahead. Okay. And... Um, they ha- it has some inverted loops, okay, on this roller coaster. So a bird decided that it was going to stop on the track and actually landed on a sensor, and that disabled the train in the middle of a loop. So they got stuck upside down? They got stuck upside oh down God. for 18 minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, sitting upside down for 18 minutes and, um, in order to get, there were 26 riders on the train. Uh, the, the cars or you know, I would I exterminate the whole plot. <laughs> I would find every bird of that type and kill them. Yeah, well, imagine this getting stopped, dead stopped in the middle of a of a loop. It literally. I'm actually surprised because I thought most of the time the loops were a centrifugal force that carried you around. Uh, yeah, but apparently there's brakes, and if the sensor trips the brake, it will apply the brake wherever the train is, even if it's not on an, an active oh. tow at the time. Because most of most of the most of the roller coaster is centrifugal. I mean, is grav- gravitational forces. I'm once sorry, you gravita- get yeah, w- once yeah. you get once you get going, um, but 
uh, <coughs> apparently they are there are brakes in there that in case something you were to fall out of the train, it could stop the train instantly wherever yeah. it is. So you never know where someone's going to fall out or something falls onto the track or something like that. They don't want the cars to, you know, derail. And uh, so 18 minutes they spent uh, sitting upside down. Bet they don't get their money back. Uh, but they don't get their money back. No chance you get your money back in China. <laughs> They'll be like, hey, you remember Tiananmen Square? That was you an get, amusement ride too, Well, it's buddy. China, so you probably get paid in iPhones, <laughs> right? Well, you're saying Chinese are terrorists? That's not very nice, Ken. Uh, no, I'm saying that all all iPhones are made in China. Oh, I thought you were so. saying and they're all probably, Chinese are terrorists. They're probably pretty cheap over there. Pro- allegedly. A- hey, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, crap, no, I don't remember what I was going to say. I'm sure oh, it was something important. It, no, it is important news. Mm-hmm. The, maybe the most important announcement you'll ever hear on You Heard It Here. Oh, no. It's got something to do with hockey. Better than that. <laughs> what? Series debut of Plebs April 4th. Wow. Yes, you heard it's, it here. It snuck up on us. Snuck up on us well, two wait, weeks wait, away. What are you going to talk about when we come back? I have no idea. I'm going to talk <laughs> a little bit about birds. Okay, uh, more birds. I'm going to talk uh, um, NCAA brackets. Cool. back here on you heard it here on ntnradio.com you know we always do this on the other show but we never do it here we also have another show called the doghouse it's also on ntnradio.com the number one motorcycling radio show in the world in the universe allegedly Allegedly. we don't know if there's motorcycles on other planets like pluto because they did find so (laughs) much not a planet it's a dwarf planet you know they found so much cool stuff very small motorcycles very small motorcycles on pluto do you know they have like a uh, a frozen volcano there. Yes, that like shoots out frozen gases and stuff. Yeah. Mean, Pluto's really cool. And it's almost like you, us. but only frozen. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we don't even want to talk about that. Um, but I did. I did have some things I want to talk about. Everybody knows I love sports, uh, and my least favorite of them is basketball. Uh, but I said I was right. going to talk NCAA brackets. Mm-hmm. Number one, I am wearing my Northeastern University. Hockey jersey because Northeastern University, for the first time since 1988, won the Hockey East Championship on Saturday night, and I got to watch it on TV. Well, congratulations to Northeastern. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes. But I want to talk about what happened with the NCAA brackets for the basketball that everybody loves so much. Well, they all went down the toilet, right? When Michigan By the lost, end of right? the first round, <laughs> yeah. CBS. Yahoo and ESPN, which are the three biggest pool people, uh-huh. you know, with all these people with your fantasy leagues and everything. By the end of the first round, there was over 13 million brackets. Not one person had a chance at a perfect bracket. Wow. Nobody had a chance. You would have thought somebody would have just made some wild-ass picks and had a shot. Nobody. I, right. Like, statistically, yeah. that's crazy. Well, I knew it. Blew, I mean, I'm sure that Michigan losing blew up most of the brackets. Yeah, it blew up a lot of black brackets, yeah. and there was a, just a lot of, a right. lot of stuff went wrong this year for bracketologists, mm-hmm. as you call yourself. But I thought that was pretty cool that 
I don't ever remember. You know, they always say, oh, only 3% or 2% or something like that. Right. They were like. Zero percent. They were like, <laughs> nobody. Yeah. Nobody wins at all. <laughs> you yeah. Know, nobody it, goes it, I, I can't even imagine how anybody could have a perfect bracket anyway. I, I know that's it's, it's, it's actually mathematically impossible for me to ever do that. Number one, I don't follow college yeah. hoops, okay? Not interested in it. I barely follow pro basketball. I don't even not, follow not, that anymore. So, um, but even if even if you did, there's just way too many variables in there. And you know, every doesn't isn't every season, don't we have some Cinderella story, it seems like in the NCAA bracket? Right. You always have the Cinderella. You always how do you a, pick that in advance? <coughs> to have a perfect bracket. You always have a five beat a twelve, four right. beat a thirteen. Oh, yeah. You know, so you always have that, and that's what happened a lot this year. Right. But then you also always have like the mainstay guys that always win and it, it becomes tricky. Sure. You know, uh, I just thought that was kind of cool that mm. I don't ever remember this happening. I don't know if it's ever happened before. Right. I mean, I know people have blown up their perfect brackets, but it's usually later in. I don't even eight. know where, where they are now. Are they at Final Four yet? No, I think they're going into Sweet 16. Okay. Right? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't follow. I don't know. Is there any local unit colleges involved still? I couldn't tell you. Okay. Right. <laughs> I know Virginia was like the number one team. Yeah, Virginia was in their in their their division. I think they were. Yeah, in their bra- in their whatever that is. The only time that ever I even cared at all before was when uh, the local college here, I should say university, was oh, in George, George Mason. Mason when they yeah. went to the Final Four. Um, but that's like you know once in a lifetime thing. That's why. So. Yeah, I don't really know. Uh, I'll have to look now. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any of the local teams have made it. I know. Sorry, I know somebody. Uh, <sighs> Forget it. Who cares? Somebody cares, but not us. Somebody cares. It's not me. <laughs> right. Um, Monday was a pretty cool day. Uh, I woke up. I, I had a bunch of, not Monday, I'm sorry, Friday. Last Friday. Last Friday. <clears throat> My days all kind of blend together sometimes. Last Friday, uh, I had some friends over for breakfast because I came back with New York hard rolls. Mm-hmm. So I made egg sandwiches for everybody. And as I was making breakfast for my friends... I was watching TV. I had Fox News on. They were talking about the eagle being born, little baby eagles hatching, mm-hmm. and I got to watch one of them hatch live. The second on TV. one or the first one? The first one. Okay. I was still watching. The second one happened. I don't. I, the I know one, The second one was a little stale by the time he came out. Oh, was he? He was just. I mean, he was. He came out late. Oh, oh well, he was also laid late. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but anyway, well, okay. he was. His egg was laid five days after the. Oh, other he one. was. Okay. Yes. Oh, so they came out in the right order. They did come out in the right order, and they actually okay. came out on time. Okay. Um, which is cool. I mean, I just thought it was cool to kind of watch the birds. Right. I thought when you said you had an angry bird story, I thought it was going to be about, a, um, you know, one of the eagles at the National Arboretum. But, yeah, um, maybe. No, I guess not. They're, they're, they don't think they were angry. Well, I'd be angry, too, if I was born. No, I'd be glad to get out of that little teeny shell that I was in. True, but I'd be mad that I mean, of all the places what in the world if, to be what, born, what, D.C. What happens if you're a bird and you're claustrophobic? <coughs> I don't know. What happens <laughs> right? What happens if there's some dummy like me that can't tell the difference between an eagle egg and a chicken egg and goes, wow, look at the size of that egg. <laughs> man, that Fries a, it up. Man, that was a good sandwich. Yeah, that was a good sandwich. <laughs> that sandwich screamed of America. <laughs> oh, you're bad people. Uh, Ken, mm-hmm. I know this is not your strong topic of things, but you know of who Hulk Hogan is, right? Yeah. So Hulk Hogan was like the champion of the world in wrestling for a billion years. Mm-hmm. Biggest name in the sport. Made the sport bigger than what it was. Got 
Got all he could get out of steroids. Yes. <laughs> you know, Roy's, everybody goes, Roy's are bad, not the Hulk. He, he is, I would have to say, Hulk Hogan is one of those few guys out there who was a heavy-duty steroid user that lived beyond the age of 60. Yes. One of the few. Yes. Well, I think he's still doing them, so, you know. He probably, it only hurts well, you if I, you stop. I don't think so, but okay. <laughs> uh, probably only hurts you if you stop. Mm -hmm. So Hulk Hogan has been involved in a lawsuit, and he actually won. Oh, and yes. now there's a lot of people I, I know this story. worried about what's going to happen. Uh, as many of you know, Hulk Hogan is suing the website Gawker mm -hmm. because they released a sex tape of Hulkster banging Bubba the Love Sponge's wife. Right. That was videotaped, and Hogan claims without his knowledge, but mm. usually when you're banging your friend's wife and he knows that you're doing it, mm. I think he did. Okay. I don't know whether he did or didn't. I In, in a way, I kind of hope that he did, but... Um... He, but he claims he did not know it was being yes, videotaped. Yes, I, I know. He, right, the Hulk, Hulkster claims he did. Did, did they? Okay, the person the Gawker got a hold of this videotape. How though? Bubba the Love Sponge sent it to him. Okay, so maybe he did not know. Okay, so <laughs> and maybe he had a surveillance camera that caught it. Could be. Mm -hmm. I, I kind of find that a little hard to believe, but okay. Mm -hmm. So Bubba sent the tape in. Hogan sued Gawker, mm -hmm. and he won and got awarded one hundred and fifteen million dollars. Right. Hey, what website actually has that? We don't. No. Well, we uh -huh. We wouldn't admit to it. <laughs> we don't. We don't have to admit to we it. We don't have to admit to it. <laughs> right. You know, if you want to do the plausible uh, deniability. I, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, um, not Gawker. Uh, they probably don't have it. I, I don't see it either. But, uh, but they might have $15 million. It is a pretty popular website. <coughs> The the people people are saying that it's actually the lawsuit hurts the freedom of the press that's guaranteed in the First Amendment. They're saying that if somebody leaks you something mm -hmm. and stuff and you run with it as a story that it's credible news and you're a credible news source, mm -hmm. them being able to come back and sue you for that uh -huh. hurts the freedom of the press. And uh, I, com I completely disagree with that. I figured you would. That's mm -hmm. why I brought this up. Mm -hmm. I completely disagree with that because... N number one, um, two people in let's hopefully consensual sex being videotaped, whether it was whether it wasn't, they they know it was recorded or not. Okay, that's not the same as like, in my opinion, you have any right to be, to publish that. In my opinion, I don't think you do without permission. I I don't think you do. I think that's a little bit too personal. And there's you know there is a right there. It, I mean, this is a perfect case of right to privacy, in my opinion. Trumps freedom of the press. Like Donald Trump's it or <laughs> yeah, bad word, <laughs> bad word, bad <laughs> word. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. I, I think that there has to be some reasonable expectation of privacy. Uh, and I mean, when you're banging your friends, we, we just had we just had this ESPN sports reporter who won what 188 million dollars. Yes, you know, she and and this was against an individual who had recorded her. You know, it's you know through a, a hotel room from the room next door. Yeah, no, against I, the hotel. So the hotel has to pay that. That I don't understand. The hotel, well, okay, I, I don't quite get it either, so there's part of that story we're missing, but apparently, yes. Aaron Andrews, by the way, is who that we're talking about, yes. but apparently the suit was based on the fact that they actually gave him, she, he requested the room next to her, and they gave it to him without checking, and he was a stalker, he was a registered stalker against her, but does a hotel have a responsibility? Apparently the judge thought so.
And and see, Jared's I don't believe the, yeah, I don't believe the hotel has the responsibility to. I, I don't think so, unless the hotel provides a peephole you can hook your camera up to. On <laughs> right, or if they're like, or if they're saying, "Hey, stalkers!" You, I mean, their ad was stalkers rent the room next to Aaron Anders, right. Andrews for four hundred and ninety nine dollars a night. Right, right. Like yeah. we, like we have a spying surcharge. Or right. Something. Like I mean, if I had known that, there's been plenty of times I would have requested <laughs> another hotel room. Right. Uh, <laughs> allegedly. Uh, so that I, I just kind of thought that was kind of uh, one of those things like, you know, people are, there's a lot of people upset about the ruling. I kind of agree with it. I don't believe in giving Hulk Hogan $115 million. Well, number one, Hulk, I, I, you know, I hate to say this because it's, this is really not a very conservative thing to say. Okay. But Hulk Hogan doesn't need the money. Right. And I think a hundred, see, I don't think it affected his career. And it definitely I, didn't affect his career. My, my guess is it probably helped him. Well, his career was kind of over. Yeah, but I don't think it, it, <coughs> it brought him in the news. And what do they say? Right. No such thing as bad publicity. Exactly. Like, if anything, Hulk Hogan should be paying Gawker for doing that. Like, Trump pays, move on. Uh, in my opinion, it's the ruling should have been that if you're going to give Hulk Hogan any money at all, you have to give half of it to um, the chick. No. Bubba the Love Sponge? Yeah, Bubba the Love Sponge. He was sharing well, his, his see, property. Ooh, that's going to get me all kinds of bad ideas. Listen. Warren at NTNRadio.com. Warren at it. That's how you send all your hate mail there. Right. So here was my thought. Yeah. Hogan said on money. Bubba yes. the Love mm-hmm. Sponge is not. Yeah. Is this a deal? Conspiracy fell coming mm-hmm. at right at you. Mm-hmm. Did he? But did Bubba tape it? Hogan know about it? Send it there, and Bubba, uh, Hogan say, "Hey man, you get an extra hundred fifteen. I'll give you half." Whatever. I wonder what Gawker paid him for it. Gawker paid uh, Blubba the Bu- Love Sponge for that. Blubba the Love Sponge. L- Bubba the Love Sponge. Bubba, they paid him. Yeah. They paid him for that film. I, that hey. never came out in the thing, right? So, but I just, my guess is he probably already collected. Yeah, I'm sure it's already spent too. Yeah, probably. So Bubba Bubba doesn't seem the type that wouldn't spend it. Yeah. Right. That's just my personal opinion, but I just kind of thought that that was uh, an interesting mm-hmm. thing. It is. Uh, do we have one more? T- no, I think we. I think it's yeah. probably time for us to take a break. Ken, what are you going to talk about when we get back? When we get back, I'm going to talk. Since we were talking sports, sort of. Uh huh. We did talk a little bit of sports in there. I'm going to talk about uh, why Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, and it looks to me like the managing committee of the NFL, may actually be the most idiotic people that have ever lived on this planet. We're going to talk about that because apparently your rights don't matter to the NFL. We'll I right agree. Back. Welcome back to You Heard It Here. Uh, as we went on the break, I was mentioning that Roger Goodell, 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 uh, the commissioner of the uh, NFL, who has not been having, he's not been having a very good year. Um, 
because Tom Brady and the uh, and the uh, New England Patriots have been running rough shot over him pretty much uh, for the last year, uh, and they don't seem to be losing that. They they're winning pretty much every battle against the NFL. Um, but they this week they decided that they were going to come out and really look like total idiots. Uh, and uh, see, they they, they passed. See, the, I've missed this, so I'm, okay. I'm kind of curious. Okay, so they there is a bill, a proposed bill that looks like it's going to pass in Georgia um, that is a religious exemptions bill. And all, all this bill does is allow people that run have services such as wedding planners or bakeries or things like that, if for religious reasons they don't want to um, they, they don't want to be participate in uh, any kind of ceremony that they feel runs against their religious beliefs, whether it's a, a marriage or a, a bar mitzvah, let's say, if they didn't want to do that, you know, whatever, that if you had a valid religious exemption and they, they identify what they are, that you could choose not to do it. Because right now, people are getting sued for that, right? Yeah. Okay, so that's what this, this bill's about. It's basically just an exemption um, uh, for religious reasons only. And, and it's become popular because of the problem that all over the country now because of the the gay marriages that a lot of bakeries don't want to make wedding cakes or other things for gay couples cuz they don't want to condone it you know they right, right. they just don't want to participate and there's a, and they don't need to there's a million and one bakeries out there if somebody doesn't like doesn't doesn't want to make a wedding cake for you go to another place right spend your money someplace i yeah, exactly. you know Take there's, your business. A, there's yeah. a gas station close to my home new hometown mm-hmm that my friends go to all the time, and they they have a little deli in there, and they eat and everything, mm-hmm. and they'll buy gas there. It's a little more expensive, but it saves them eight miles to drive to the other place mm-hmm. and stuff. And I don't spend a dime there. I don't spend a dime there because the first time I walked into the place, the guy insulted me. Okay, well that makes sense. Right? I wouldn't bring my business to him. Right, mm-hmm. and now I stopped there with my friends. Yeah, because they're driving, and you know, and. But you're, not, guy, but you're not going to give him your business. I, I don't give him a nickel of my money. And I don't blame you. So the other day he asked me because I was standing in there. Mm-hmm. He says, how come you don't ever buy anything? Mm-hmm. And I said, the first time I walked in here, you insulted me. I said, I'd rather go without than give you a nickel yeah. of my money. Yeah. And I mean, and I think that's fair. And that's that's the best way. So that, if, that, if you're not, so. But you bet with your wallet. Bet right. Right. I mean, you know, I mean, vote with your wallet, I should say. And, and you and bet with it too. Or you can too. bet with it too. Either way will work. But anyway, um, so this law is about to get passed in Georgia, but Georgia is one of the finalists for um, the, Super Bowl. the Super Bowl, along with New Orleans, Miami, and Tampa. And Roger Goodell came out and basically said, they might have just sunk their chance of getting a Super Bowl because of this. And it, this is this is actually a statement from the league spokesman Brian McCarthy. NFL policies uh, emphasize tolerance and inclusiveness and prohibit discrimination based on age, gender, race, religion, sexual orientation, or any other improper standard. Whether the laws and regulations of a state and local community are consistent with these policies would be one of the many factors NFL owners may use to evaluate potential Super Bowl host sites. You know, I don't... I I don't... Okay, in the same respect, Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm going to say this, Mm -hmm. in the same respect that I respect the right of the business owner to say I don't want to be involved... Uh If that's if the if the NFL wants to say we don't want to go to a state that supports that, I, I think it's their business. Supports what? Religious freedom? That that that. Well, 
it's it's their it's their right to choose where they have the Super Bowl too. Okay, it's a business, and any business has a right to choose where they want to do business, and right. I I understand that. But they just came out and said that that they they you will remember not, that when you're paying your tickets and you're that, buying your NFL package, but isn't hey? that just another form of discrimination? They're discriminating against these people because they have heartfelt religious beliefs. Yes, and they're it gonna, is. They're going to punish all the citizens in Georgia. They're going to punish the uh, the the Atlanta Falcons, which would be the host team for this. Yes. Okay. Um, because they don't believe in and and they don't believe in religious freedom. That's basically what the NFL is saying. Right. We don't believe in religious freedom. Right. Yeah. I I agree. Yeah. And that, I mean, and they, that was they my have the right. They no, have they the do. Right. You're absolutely right. They they do, have they the have, right to do that. They and they have the right. And we all have the right not to watch the Super Bowl. Yes, or and, or and they have the right to boycott games. The problem is, is that they can't boycott their local game because they're punishing the local team, which does not have anything to do with this. It's not their call. The local team wants to have the the, the Super Bowl there, and uh, you know, should it? Should, I'm just asking, should that be that? The it has not been passed yet. It looks to me like Roger Goodell and the They're NFL trying are trying to, to steer influence it. it. Exactly. Yes, they are. They're trying and to influence it. And you know what? That I don't like. Thug right. tactics I don't like. But the NFL are thugs. Yes, I agree. They're union thugs. Yes, I agree. 100%. I agree. Uh, you, you know, mm-hmm. so uh, am I surprised? No, not really. Right. So now the bills passed both houses of the Georgia legislature. It has not yet been signed by the governor, and now it's they're they're basically saying that, um, and he was happy with this bill because it was a compromise bill. It wasn't, you know, it was a compromise bill. It was it was voted on uh, um, in a bipartisan manner, and and it was considered to be, you know, uh, something that met the needs of all in the entire community, and now it's sitting on his desk, and is he going to say? Hmm. If we lose the Super Bowl because of me, is that going to affect my political career? And that's because the NFL is now getting involved in politics because this is politics. Yeah, and the, I, oh, the NFL has always been involved in politics. They're just being more outspoken about. Well, it. I agree. I agree. You know, and and I think I think the NFL right because mm-hmm. the NFL lost some battles. They didn't think they were going to lose the last couple of years. Right. This we're going to build a stadium. You know the the teams have relied heavily on the support of the cities to build stadiums. Yeah. Right. And the NFL is using this is is showing cities around the country because there's other stadiums coming up that need to be built or rebuilt and stuff. We will throw our hat into your politics. Yeah. And and they're trying to say that. I mean, do they have the right to say, hey, you don't support the beliefs we do? Uh, just like all the fans that are probably agree with Georgia have the right to say, let's not go to the games. And not just Georgia. If you live in New York, stop going to the Giants games. Right. You know, if you go to the Jets games, you're a lost cousin, not smart <laughs> enough anyways, uh, you know, to understand anything. But, you know, stop going to, stop going to your local games. Stop buying your NFL jersey. Stop buying yeah. the NFL package. Right. Stop. But you know that's not going to happen. Right, stop betting on the games. It's not going to happen. People, because, people are never going to stop going right, to the because, local games. Right, because we don't care. Yeah. Well, football well, is we more important. It's right, but we care about more something important else more than religion. Important. Right, and that's the way yeah, it is. Yeah, and, that's, 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 and football is religion. I live I, here. I kind of agree. I, I live here outside mm-hmm. the nation's capital where mm-hmm. the team is named after the scalping of Native Americans. Yep. They haven't won a game or haven't won a championship since most of their fans before they were born. 
And yet these idiots every day sit in eight hours of traffic to go to every Sunday, sit in eight hours of traffic to go watch a crappy team play bad football. Oh, yeah. And have four hours of traffic getting home yep. and get overcharged for it. And they still love the team. They'll it's go. a religion. Yeah, no, I agree. So I, I, the NFL is doing that because they know Roger Goodell is doing that because he knows he's probably gay yeah. and probably against that. And it's probably like, well, yes. I know they're not going to say anything. Well, you're probably right. I, I, don't, I, I don't know about him being gay, but, you know, in my opinion, this is pol- this is another example of politic being politically correct. And and in, in my opinion, there's nothing politically incorrect about someone just saying that they don't want to do something for because of their religious beliefs. All right, the truth it, of the matter is, if, is if, probably that that was a better excuse than my God, Atlanta is dangerous. Yeah, right. Exactly. It is. Last better. time we went to Atlanta, Ray, Ray Lewis killed two gay guys. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, you know, yeah, right. um, so so it's probably like, hey, Atlanta's dangerous. We don't want our guys there. Thank you for giving us an excuse. Right. Thank you for the excuse. Right. right. I'd almost feel better if they just said that. Yeah. They should man up. Well, Phil, do you have anything? You I talk do. About? Okay. Speaking of excuses, I don't know if you know what happened. I believe it was this past weekend. Do you know who Madonna is? She's this old lady who sings. Uh, you, vaguely, vaguely, I, right. I kind of the, the, the name rings the material a bell. old granny oh, or whatever. That's right. Yeah, the material girl. Yes, yeah. the material girl. Madonna, huge pop celebrity and stuff like that. Did you in know the, in the eighties? In the eighties mm-hmm. and the nineties, well, maybe. And then then it kind of went downhill from there. I mean, I think her best moment was she was in uh, that movie about women's baseball. Oh, okay. a league of their own. A league of their own, right? Um, but Madonna was down in. Um, Australia, on her Australia tour. Australia. Australia, mate, mm-hmm. in Brisbane, mm-hmm. following the UFC around because that's the only way you get people to your events. But she was down there in Australia, and apparently she, um, some, she, she had a girl, a 17-year-old girl, come out and join her on stage during the singing of one of her things. And she grabbed the girl's shirt and pulled down her shirt, ripped it off, and exposed her boobs to the crowd. A minor. A minor. So Madonna's response was, "Wow. well, if she's upset about it, she can grab my shirt and pull it down and show everybody my boobs. Wow. You just committed sexual assault on a minor. Right. But, you know, where is it in the media? Where are people saying this is wrong? Yeah. Was she charged with anything? I have not seen anything saying she was charged. Wow. I mean, is it even a crime? I mean, is it, you know, what's the age of majority in Australia? It's kind of upside down. Well, I I caught it from some people from Australia that are friends of mine on Mm -hmm. Facebook who Mm -hmm. said, you know, they linked me to articles in an Australian newspaper about her sexually assaulting a minor. Oh, and that's actually what it said. Yes. So how could she not be charged? Because it was at a concert. Oh, that makes it okay? Um, Yeah, I haven't seen... You know, I got to do a lot more digging into this because I actually just got this kind of late. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, I have... The articles that I saw didn't say anything about about charges being filed. Is Madonna that strong? I mean, pulling somebody's shirt down and ripping it right off of them. Well, yeah, she works out and she's like 90. She probably has like pterodactyl claws. (laughs) I mean, you've seen her, right? I mean, she's she's kind of please, uh, please don't say that. She hasn't been hot I, since I her think, hair. I, I since think her armpits I, were hairy. I want to say I think Madonna's the same age as me, so please don't talk 57? about. Fifty-seven. I think she is. Yeah. Yeah, she is. No, yeah. she's fifty-seven. Yeah. 
Uh, so I'm, a, I'm actually a year older than her, though. She hasn't been hot since she had hairy armpits. <laughs> and she wasn't even hot then. But at least she had her okay face. Okay. Uh, she's been, like, she's kind of gone crazy, but it's mm-hmm. like... Nope. Where where where's the outcry? Of I like, think that's pretty oh good. God. People are paying her to travel all over the world, still do concerts at her age. Oh yeah, yeah great. you know. I mean, I gotta imagine they. Well, have Chuck Berry did play up to the. Well, anyway. I mean, Buddy Guy's still playing, and he's like four hundred. Yeah. yeah. BB uh, King played right up to the time that he died. Yeah. So. Uh, I I just thought that was like bizarre that nobody see, her her excuse for sexual assault was she can do it back. That that was her only answer. Pretty much. She's like, if it's a big well, deal. Well, maybe the uh, the the seventeen year old girl didn't want to see her saggy ass boobs. <laughs> right? It's Did like I? it's like what? So dust can come out? You know, I, uh, cobwebs. Cobwebs. You know. No, I'm sure Madonna has them out all the time. Come on. Um, she probably does. You know, and I, I, I just she probably does. It's but like, keeps herself in pretty good shape. Yeah. No. I mean, probably she, knows she could be a milf. <laughs> Or Gilf. <laughs> you know, I mean, she's got... Does but, Madonna have any kids? Yeah. Oh, she does? Oh, so, so she's having this big she battle. Ad- she adopted some Jewish kid, I thought. Yeah, but she has she has a 15-year-old son that doesn't want to see her and wants to live with his father, and and she's suing him so that for, trying to force the kid to live with her. You didn't know about this? No, I really, like, don't, I really don't pay much attention to Madonna because I thought she died in the 90s. Unfortunately, I have a sister. Oh, that's right. Who who believes in royalty and all? Oh, this you're other kidding crap. me. No, my my sister's a liberal, commie. Oh, that sister. Yeah. And, and that sister was she? She's a Madonna fan. No, but she she's a pop culture person. So she always has her comment. You know, she's a liberal. Yeah, so but she comments isn't on the definition of pop culture something that's relevant? Apparently, Madonna's still relevant. I I can't even imagine. I I don't know in the last well, time she, I've seen she her. She makes herself relevant. Well, yeah, by ripping somebody's shirt off. I mean, she's relevant. Right. Or suing her husband because her son doesn't like her. Or. Uh, okay. Okay. Y- so you know. oh, you're saying she's an attention whore. Yeah. And mm. you could take away the attention, and I'm still saying that too. <laughs> uh, um, because, I mean, she's just cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Well, it, so- it sounds like it. When was the last time she had a hit song? Like 50 years ago? Probably, you yeah. know, I think her and I think her and Chuck Berry had a had a duet. That was her last hit, you know, or maybe John Lennon or something. Yeah, I don't know, right. some other old guy. But yeah, that's that's I I just was like, oh my god, like I'm like reading this and I'm like, seriously, hmm. you know, how can you how can you be I, okay with that? I I don't I don't quite get that. I don't quite get that. But why isn't that? Then now you got you found this through. People that you know that are in, in, in Australia. Australia yeah. Why is that not news here? She's an American star, right? Or I, because, because oh hey, you what, know, not, not she's TMZ, a big lib, but not TMZ. They don't care about that. You know, I didn't even check TMZ. This is how new I got the story. Yeah. I, I got the story this morning. I would have thought that that'd be a big story because they do like to talk about you know pop icons and things like that. Yeah, you know? I, I will check TMZ. I'll get back to you. You know, I got the story this morning. I read it on like four or five other little. You know, newspapers down there to make sure it was legit, you know, before I came out and said it because, you know, I don't want to seem like a don. All right. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for this week. Uh, check back next, next week. Find out who we're going to insult then. We'll uh, see you then.